0: Amen. You can be seated. Now, we was talking about this morning, praying in the spirit. But I I want you all to know that when not just praying in the spirit, but walking in the spirit and living in the spirit. Matter of fact, let's go to Galatians uh, 5 and let's look at that for a moment and, and, and see if we can get that in our spirit to what we can do about walking in the spirit. Uh, Galatians 5, what do I want? Yeah, I believe it is 16, yes.
1: This I say then. Okay. Walk in the spirit.
0: No, no, let's start a little earlier than that, 13.
1: For brethren, Mm -hmm. ye have been called unto liberty. That's freedom, saints. Only use not liberty for an occasion
0: to the flesh. Boy, that's, that's something so big until sometimes I don't think we preach that the way it should be preached. God has given us liberty to go to heaven or what else? He's given you freedom to sin. He's given you freedom to be a nice person. He's given you Totally freedom, but don't use that freedom uh-huh.
1: for an occasion of the flesh. Read it again. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. Not even occasion. Not even occasion. Not one time. Not one
0: time. Good Gosh Almighty. And? But. But. By love. But. <laughs>
1: serve one another. Now go to 16. This I say then. Okay. Walk in the spirit. And what? And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Okay, we're talking
0: about praying in the spirit, which we're going to talk about that. But I also gonna sort of dip in and out of walking in the spirit and living in the spirit. So don't be thrown when I go over in that area because it's all dealing with what world? The spirit world. And this morning we read the scripture in John 4, uh, 21, 22, 23, where God said, I am a spirit, and those that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth, because I, God, seek such a worshiper. So if God is saying, that's the only way you can worship me is in the spirit that's about the only way you better try to learn about. He told that woman when he met her at the well, she said, but we worship up in the mountains and we, God said, woman, let me, let me explain something to you. You don't know what you're worshiping. He said, but I do know what I'm worshiping. That salvation is of the Jews. He said, but there's an hour coming and yea, now is. When the true worshiper will, only, can, do in the spirit. You can only worship me in the spirit because I am a spirit and that is what I seek to what? Worship me. Who said that? God said it. If you're going to worship me, you got to worship me. Read that 16th verse again.
1: This I say then. Okay. Walk in the spirit. Okay. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now we're talking about praying in the spirit, living in the spirit,
0: walking in the spirit. I want you to understand that. Now go up to the 25th verse.
1: Verse 25. If we live in the spirit. What should we do? Let us also walk in the spirit. <laughs>
0: Ooh, Paul is getting down. Why? Go to Matthew 7. Why is it that it's so important for you to walk in the spirit, saints, and not just blurt out in some, well, I'm praising God, I'm worshiping God. No, settle down. Close your eyes even. And get yourself in tune with the factory of God. This thing is not fabricated. It's, it's a spiritual realm or no realm at all. Now look what he says in Matthew 7,
1: 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Hold on.
0: If God is saying that, who's who doing the talking to you? If Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit is telling you, not everyone that what, brother? saith unto me, Lord, Lord. In other words, not everyone that worship, not everyone that stands in the pulpit preaching, not everyone that's sitting in the pews waiting on time to go home. It's all kind of things. So that's why. When you come to church, you need to have yourself ready to worship and be and live and walk in the Spirit. Pastor Swinney, maybe you better tell me again what is praying in the Spirit. Praying in harmony with God's Word. That's praying in the Spirit. Walking in harmony with God's Word is walking in the Spirit. Living in harmony with God's word is living in the spirit. Saints, what is God telling us? You better be careful because not all that say they are walking in the spirit. Because 90% of the people that say Lord, Lord
1: think that they are in the spirit. But not God is telling me. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's why we ought to be careful, saints.
0: We need to be careful about how we play around with God's word. If God tell you to do something, do it. If God tell you not to do something, don't do it. Okay, give them the 22nd verse. Okay, go back over it all over again. Not everyone. that saith unto me,
1: Lord, Lord, not everyone that comes and preach in this pulpit shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. I
0: wonder if that has any bearing with answers to your prayers. We said this this morning, and it didn't go over too good until we preached on it a little while. I said this morning, instead of getting an answer to your prayers, many times God is challenging you to change. And we didn't get the one amen this morning. At least at 11 o'clock we got three. A lot of times your prayers are not answered because God is challenging you. And we went to several scriptures. I tell you, we, we, let's go to one we didn't go to this morning. I'm just going to quote it. You don't have to go over there. Everybody know the scripture. What did Paul say in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7? Unless I be exalted above measure that was given unto me a throne in the flesh to buffet me a messenger from Satan. Now, look what the 8th verse said. It says this. For this thing, I prayed three times. But God told me, no. What? How do you know he said no? He said, Paul, my grace is sufficient. And I'm waiting on you to become weak. Because that's what the scripture said, y'all. Y'all don't have to believe me if you don't want to. Paul, you're too big in yourself. You're too strong in yourself right now. Yes, you're a good man. Yes, you love me. Yes, but saints, I'm going to take you all to a scripture in a few minutes to show you uh, where you got to be ready to surrender for the conditions of what you're looking for to be met. I'm going to show you in the scripture so you don't, you don't have to be sit back and worry. So Paul said, for this thing. I sought Christ three times. But each time, I mean, yeah, that's strange. Each time he told me, no. Pussy told Paul, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. And if my grace is sufficient for you, why don't you settle for that? Because it's too hard for you. Matter of fact, we'll be going in a minute. It's hard, too hard for you to kick against the break. Conditions have to be met, saints. Why? Because God is not blessing you because you've got an eloquent speech, a beautiful attire, substantial physical physique. God don't bless you because of that. If You're can, you not know good this girl was singing up here this morning. He don't bless her because of that. That's a reasonable service with the talent that God gave her. Where you mess up is, is when you sing it for another reason. Thank God she's doing it in the church. So we're going to stick with the spirit world today. And some things may be said that may abuse your form of thinking. And if it does, let's see if the scripture back it up. Amen. And if the scripture backs it up, I'm not going to apologize for it. You. For this thing, I sought God three times. And then he said, most gladly will I rejoice in my infirmities. And God said, my strength shows up best in your weakness. Is he talking about this kind of weakness? He's talking about when you can love someone that's not loving you. When you want to abuse somebody that's trying to abuse you, when you do it God's way, let the world have His way, guess who's going to come out on top? uh, Job said, when He has finished trying me, I'm going to come forth as gold. And so will you, if you allow it. So that's what I was saying then this morning. Instead of you getting an answer to your prayer right away, God could be challenging you to change. When the woman walked through, walked up on Jesus and said, "Jesus, my daughter is a lunatic. Have mercy on me." Jesus kept right on walking. Wouldn't even pay her no attention. Hold on, y'all ain't listening. What was my quote then? Let me see if you can get hear that. Instead of and answer to your prayers, God could be challenging you to. So the woman waiting came back, this time she worshiped. So God at least said, I didn't come here for women like you or people like you, if you will. And then the disciples said, get the woman out of here. Woman going through some changes, isn't she? She needed to because she didn't come up on Jesus As a Gentile is not even allowed to do. Jesus was a Jew. And the Gentiles were not allowed to crowd up into Jesus. And she walked up on Jesus, asking for something without worshiping. But then she came back doing what? Worshiping. then Jesus said, oh, let's change this, this tune here a little bit. And everybody know the results. But she was called a a dog. She was called everything. Was God being mean? Well then what was God doing? Trying to get her to change. And once she changed. She got her blessing. Daniel. Once he set his heart to believe. He got his answer after 21 days. Now let's go to Acts chapter 9. and Let me show you something that I don't know if many of you all have paid much attention to this. Because God got ways of doing things that we don't understand, saints. Amen. I'm going to make a statement. And if you all don't follow it, you're going to miss what I'm talking about. When and Okay, how many people know Paul was a case that needed to be fixed? I mean, well, Saul. Y'all know Saul, who, who became Paul. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about King Saul at this time. That boy was a rough case, will not he? But until, good God knows it's leaping. Big John, where are you, buddy? No, I'm in mean, leap early, brother boy. Don't pay me cheap, brother. God, God Almighty. He had to meet certain conditions for those scales to come off of his eyes because he was blinded. And I like that sixth verse, that, that nine six, Acts nine verse six. Hey, hey, when Saul was willing. To yield to the, let's just say, when he was willing to yield, his conditions were met. Now, when he yielded, did the scales fall off his eyes? No. He had to go first and meet a guy named Ananias. And what the first thing Ananias told God when he heard that Paul was coming? Now, now, God, we, we've heard a lot of talk about this man, and he killed Christy. He just beat, he had everybody locked up in all of this. All of this was in Paul. But I want you to listen to that sixth verse, and then we're going to go on with the message.
1: And he said, trembling. And a is said, Lord. Lord, what Lord, will hold on? Hold on. I'm, I'm missing something. Go, go to that fifth verse first. And he said, Who art thou, Lord?
0: Okay, what, what, what caused him to do that? Say that. A blinding light while he was on his horse. Going to hurt Christians. And what did he say, brother?
1: And he said,
0: Who art
1: thou, Lord?
0: And what did he call him? Lord. Automatically, he's beginning to change. Because he was not a Jesus man. He was a God man. He thought. But he was not a Jesus man. Matter of fact, he was told anybody that mentioned the name of Jesus, lock him up. Put them in jail. Beat them. Even kill them. That's what happened to Stevens, isn't it? And what did he say in the fifth verse
1: again? And he said. Who art thou, Lord?
0: Who art thou,
1: Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks.
0: So far, no change, but one. The only change was he was a God man, but now he's willing to say Lord. But let's look at the next verse.
1: Verse 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, Mm -hmm. what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do. When he said,
0: Lord, what will? Automatically the condition of his life had changed. That is why God could use Paul because he didn't take six months and 40 altar calls and reading the Bible four times over to get one thing straight. This man met the conditions that he needed to go and get his sight back again from God, saints. Let me explain something to you. Anything that God that you do for God, let's use the word sake. God give it back to you a hundredfold. Let's let's read that. Mark, Mark or Matthew, Matthew ten. No, I be, well, it's Mark or Matthew. Mark, Matthew. No, Mark. <laughs> I believe it's Mark. Mark ten. And verse, uh, somewhere in the 20s. Start around 20, 22 or 23.
1: Verse 22. uh Uh-huh. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. 23.
0: Yeah, okay, uh uh-huh.
1: And Jesus looked round about and saith unto his disciples. Listen
0: carefully to this, saints.
1: How hardly shall they that have riches Enter into the kingdom of God.
0: Y'all going to get something in a few minutes because how many people know Peter going to speak up? (laughs) (laughs) Peter going to say something about leaving everything. Read on. Verse
1: 24. And the disciples were astonished at his words. Yes. But Jesus answereth them again and saith unto them.
0: Tell them. Children. Children.
1: How hard it is for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God.
0: How many people have left the spirit world because of your money? How many people have made decisions that was apart from God because of your money? All the things that you possess. This is why I'm preaching on the spirit world, saints. When you're living in the spirit world, you're walking by faith and not by sight. You can't pay attention to the calamities of life. You're going to have to say, well, this is not what the word said." See, now you're walking in the spirit. Oh, pastor, I don't have to jump. And I don't have to sweat. And I, No, just do what the word said. When, you, when hell break loose, let it break loose. God said the gates of hell couldn't prevail against the church. And you are the church. So all you got to do is to obey the word. Isn't that easy? Isn't that much easier than what we were taught when, we was, when I was younger? Told me I couldn't receive the Holy Ghost unless I jump up. And start shouting. And I couldn't speak in tongue. Until God locked my tongue. Up in the roof of my mouth. Lord God almighty. Yes thank you Jesus. All of this. Trying to find. The spirit world. When God had clearly told us. If you walk by the law. Then you're under the law. And the only thing can save you is the law. How many people know the law didn't go to the cross? So the law can't save you. It's holy, but it can't save you. What were you at, brother? I'm at 26. That Read twenty, 20. Uh, five. Okay, go, go 25. Go all the way until I tell you to stop. Verse watch, these, watch these words here, saying, What are we talking about here today? Praying in the spirit. And you can roll it over to living and walking mm-hmm. in the spirit. It's all in that world that you can't see. Right. I, I like what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. He said, look not on the things that are seen. Because things that are seen are temporal. But look on the things that are unseen because they are eternal. And what was he talking about? The wind? He was talking about the spirit. You can't see the spirit. I know many of y'all have seen him. (laughs) But my Bible tells me you can't see it. That's why Jesus told the disciples when they said oh Lord have mercy when they walk across the water "Go, there's a ghost. Jesus said come here boy. Put your hand in my side. He said, you want to know why I told you to put your hand in my side? He said, because a ghost you can't see, but you can feel this hole in my side. So you know I'm not a ghost. I'm Jesus, though I live in the spirit, but I'm still Jesus.
1: And verse 25, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter Into the kingdom of God.
0: So if that's
1: the way. You're trying to get into heaven. Through
0: your works. Don't you think you better back up. And start over again. What is that? Loving God's word. Because when you love God's word. Does anyone have to beg you. To do what is right. I'm going to say that again. If you love God's word. And do it. Nobody have to beg you to do nothing that's written in this book called the Bible. So saints, that's why Paul said you need to examine yourself daily to see if you'd be of the faith lest you could end up being a reprobate. That's in 2 Corinthians thirteen five, And you all need to read that sometime because you know what a reprobate is. You've gotten your mind so far out in the right field playing left field that you can't even figure out you in right field. That's what, that's what reprobate is. You can't realize that you are unsaved. you finished. That's like what he told those people in, in Sodom and Gomorrah. In Romans chapter one, he said, I'm going to give you up to a reprobate man, meaning that you're going to walk in homosexuality and can't nobody change your mind. Because I've given you up to this. You don't want that, saints. Let me ask you all another question. Do you think that you can commit fornication and adultery, lie, steal, cheat, and do all of that enough to get your mind into a reprobated state? You better believe you can, saints. God didn't just say that homosexuals were the only people he would give a reprobate. Anybody that stayed focused on something that's not in his will, you can become a reprobate. Don't play with God. You take some people, just keep looking at that filth on the internet and, and on television. I'm gonna tell you right now, you are injuring your soul and when you get to the point of no repair, you're in trouble. You got to obey God, saints. Now listen to what Peter had to say. And look what God had to say. He gives back, saints, anything you gave up for his sake,
1: he give it back to you. 26, man. And they were astonished, out of measure, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? Verse 27. And Jesus looking upon them, saith, This is what we have always preaching right here. With men, it is is impossible. But but not with God. For with God, all things are possible.
0: Now here come Peter.
1: 28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee.
0: What was my quote, saints? Anyone that has given up anything for God's sake he gives it back to you bigger than you gave it. For his sake, you didn't give it up for somebody to brag on you. You didn't give it up for someone to see. You gave it up for his sake. What is his sake? If you're a member of this church, you, got, you should give up what you need to give up to keep flowing this whole church. This whole church, you need to give it up and not be afraid to. Then Peter, 28 again.
1: Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, Lord, we have left all and have followed thee. Okay. Verse 29. And Jesus answered and said,
0: Peter, here it is. Verily. No, Outreach Christian Center, here it is.
1: Verily. I say unto you, unto you outreach, there is no man that not, have left house. None of
0: you have ever left house.
1: Or brethren. Or brethren. Or sisters.
0: Listen carefully.
1: Or father.
0: Come on. Here, or
1: mother. Watch this. Or wife. Or children. Or lands. For my sake. For what? For my sake.
0: For what? For my sake. In other words, if you had to leave your husband, it has to be for his sake. If that man is stopping you from serving God, you got to do something. Well, 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 you heard it. If you married to a woman and she say, if you go to church anymore, I'm leaving you. You have to tell her to get out. But I love her. <laughs> what do you love most? Hell or that woman. We got to do it God's way, saints. Now, he's not telling nobody to break up, is he? No. But he said, if you had to, let it be for his sake. His, sake. his sake. Not because you got jealous or mad because she wouldn't cook your dinner. <laughs> hey, look, and not even if she don't want to come to church. Uh-huh. The Bible says she dwell or he Chose to live with you. Stay in there and pray, because who knows what your prayer will do? There you go. So God is not. I'm not reading this for you all to say. Oh, that's all I needed to hear right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, for Christ's sake, it's always something awesome and good. Amen. You left house, mother, ch- and everything, children, everything for.
1: For my sake
0: what happened and think?
1: the gospels.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Watch the next words.
1: Verse thirty. But he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children hold on, hold on, and
0: on, land. Ho ho because he getting ready to say something y'all ain't gonna clap. <laughs> You're going to clap up until that point. Because <laughs> this don't come just because you're in church. This don't come just because you've got a good prayer life. This don't come because you are obeying the word of God. What did Paul say? I'll serve you with all my heart, God. And if something come on me, then most gladly. Will I rejoice in my infirmities? Go over all those things again in the 30th verse.
1: But he shall receive an hundredfold now. Okay. In this time, houses. Houses. And brethren. And sisters. And mothers. And children. These are the and things lands. And he's
0: telling you to give up. Go ahead.
1: And lands.
0: I mean, he didn't tell you to give up, but if you had to. Uh-huh. And land.
1: With persecution. That's
0: when the clapping stopped. That's what I'm trying to tell you, saints. God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. You're in a fallen world, and you better be ready to operate in that fallen world. That is why I keep telling Outreach Christian Center, if you don't have that word implanted, indented, down deep in your soul, that book you're holding in your hand is going to become obsolete. They're going to make you burn it. And that woman y'all tried to put in the chair would have already had this going. But y'all love her, even though she killed Y'all see these new laws that just passed? A baby can be born. Well, they, they didn't pass that one yet, but they got it on the books. A baby can be born, laying on the table, and the woman decide, I don't want him. They can kill that baby for you. In Virginia, they say you can go right up to the ninth month. That's already passed. They are trying to fight who can be the most evil. And we in here not living in the spirit, hating Trump, hating the Republican Party, hating the Democrat. We hate everybody that's not signing like you. God didn't tell us Christians to live like that. God told us to love people that dis- I was hoping somebody would at least say that. Despitefully use you. God said love them anyway. We all know how crazy Trump is. But that ain't what the Bible said. The Bible said you got to love that man. Now stop running around like he got this he shouldn't have closed the government. Some of you all need to suffer. Now, that came from the book of Willie. I, w- I don't agree with that, but still, the government is on Trump's shoulder. Amen? No, sir. no somebody is on God's shoulder. And I'm, I'm somehow or another, I'm going to help you outreach so y'all will stop hating anybody. I don't care what they do to you, say to you, or how they act. I want you to act like Jesus Christ. Only God can do that. Only God can make you love that neighbor next to you. Act like you love them. Don't always do it. And houses and all of that, but you do it sometimes with
1: persecution.
0: But give them the last part. And
1: in the world to come, eternal
0: life. Isn't that worth it? That's worth it, saints. Doc and I, Stepped into the unknown when we started Outreach Christian Center. We had no idea what we were doing. That's why I keep telling everybody in Outreach Christian Center, God does everything step by step. He don't show you the whole picture in the beginning, because my state of, 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 of place here on earth if God would have shown me at the persecution I had to take from church. I am going to say it. (laughs) But I didn't know that all this came with being a pastor. I thought that everybody in the church was good people. I thought everybody in the church was nice. But you ain't seen evil till you find a person in church uncrucified. They know, look, those are what you would call expert executioners. They know how to hurt you. They know how to put you into something that you aren't. Church people, God people hurt you quick as did you hurt somebody out in the street. That's a shame. Down home my daddy said, a shame and a scandal." I don't know what scandally meant, but the way he said it, it sounded like he was talking about a scandal. But... Nobody knew what he was saying. But a shame and a scandal. I think James said, that just oughtn't not be. Good gosh almighty. Now what was my quote? He gives back to you a hundredfold of what you give up for his sake. My wife and I gave up a house that we had just built. Seven years old. a family of 10 people and we started living in a rat infested snake laden building because we thought that's what God wanted us to do early ministry but God had to do something ugly to make us know that we took it the wrong way Yes, we gave up the house. And yes, we were living in a... Pam, you, you remember that place we were living? Sister Crutcher was living in, other, in the other house that was on the property. But we were sure that this was what God wanted. But you see, we didn't qu- go to God for this. It fell in our hands. How many people know the devil know how to... Do things for you to get you to quit totally. Because I sure did feel like quitting. Sister Sweeney even made a proclamation to God, said, God, if I can't trust you to get us out of this mess, why don't you just kill me right now? That was Sister Sweeney said. She went out under a tree to die from the trouble and the hell we went through by making wrong decisions. Thinking that would please God. But when we gave that house up, it was honorable to do on our part. And God said, and we thought we were doing it for his sake because we were helping another big family. Then that family turned on us. (laughs) God gave us our house back. Then gave us another house And now I got two houses. He said he'd give it back to you how many fold? If you did it for whose sake? His sake. I used to ride a Honda, but I don't ride a Honda no more. Say it out loud, somebody. Oh, Lord. I'm telling you, I used to be sick. I ain't sick no more. I was dying one time. And I'm not dying like that. How many people know that once you come out of your mother's womb, you start dying? Some of us take a 100 years to die. But you're not gaining life. You're losing life every day you live. Oh, I don't like that, Pastor Sweeney. <laughs> But every day you live, you're getting closer to your eternity.. All right, Let's look at something else. How about Esther? I wonder Saints doing Esther's time. How many times her head, Tried to talk her out of her blessing. Saints, if you are not taking a chance on Jesus Christ, you are not walking in faith. You may call it a chance. I may call it a chance. But when you step out in faith, there ain't no chance with God. God gonna make it happen. And you better know it. Go to Esther 4. How many people know that if you are so-called a faith-walking person, playing it safe has no growth? Did you hear what I said, everybody? You're playing it safe. I ain't gonna take no chance on nothing. There wouldn't be no Outreach Christian Center if Doc and I didn't step into the unknown. We didn't know nothing about a church. We just knew that God wanted us to do something And then it sort of materialized into a church. But where did it start? In my front room. I guess you call them, I don't know what y'all call them now. Living room. Y'all call it living room. But see, back in my day, it was a front room. Three people. Sister Crutcher, Kenny Crutcher's mother, Deacon Swinney, Thomas, my brother, and... uh, No, there was another person other than Gene. Mary, Sister Mary, yes, yes, yes. And, and, and it started right there. For I don't know how many years Doc and I had to foot everything. Deacon Swinney used to give a dollar in the collection. And he used to say, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't have to give nothing. <laughs> and I was walking by faith so good. That when we finally got around 10 people, I would leave the offering plate on the counter because I got plenty of faith. See, I got a lot of faith. So I left the money right there. And while I was preaching and we were doing some praying, we looked in the plate. It was gone. Another lesson learned. See, y'all don't know science, what what we had to go through. If I'd have saw all of this, I would have quit a long time ago, saints. But you see, God does things one step at a time to move you into the unknown. And each one of you, if you intend to be a, a, a real good Christian, you must walk into the unknown. Because you don't know what God is doing, you just know he's doing something. We can go to Genesis and read about Abraham. What did God tell Abraham before Abraham even knew anything about God? Get up and leave. Take your family and leave. And I will show you. Good God Almighty. He didn't show Abraham where he was going before he left. He said, but if once you leave, I'll show you where I want you to go. How many people know that we can mess that up? What did Abraham do to mess that up? He decided he going to take his cousin with him. God didn't say take no cousin. How many people know that almost lost his life over his cousin? They begin to fight and argue over everything. And then, Lord God Almighty, what did Lot end up at? In Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham had to go down there doing this saying, "Lord, if it be 10, will you save the city. If it be 30, save the city. 40 save the city. If it be one, say, will you save the city?" God said, "If you find one real Christian down there, I'll save the city." How many people know that he, Paul, How many people know that Abraham said, "Lord, don't get mad at me. But if I find just one, he said, "If you find one, I'll save the city." That's when Abraham said, Lot, better get out. <laughs> because God going to tear this place up. I got a lot more to tell you all about praying in the spirit, walking in the spirit, and living in the spirit. But we have out of time for today. And I'm going to just enjoy myself the rest of this day because God has shown me how to relax. How to rest in him. That's what everybody in here need to know. What is God doing in your life? Give God a praise, saints.